This is News Talk 980 CKNW. ...are dramatically on the rise. And in fact, in April 2016, it was declared a public health emergency. I am delighted that the co-principal investigator, Sarah Young, of the Radar Project, and she's also the regional leader with Vancouver Coastal Health's Mental Health and Substance Use Program, is on the line with me, and she's going to tell us about a new texting service to help deal with all of the overdoses that occur here in British Columbia. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Maureen. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you so much for joining me. First of all, can you tell me a little bit about the overdose in our province? Is it, Does all of it occur in the marginalized areas of this province, or does some of it actually occur in the suburbs? I mean, yeah, definitely we've seen this increase that you referred to um, has been across the province. Um, uh, some communities are affected more than others, but uh, but definitely we're seeing rates that are comparable across the province. And so substance use and abuse doesn't actually discriminate, and it doesn't matter how much money you have or what type of a house you live in, that can happen. Overdose on substances can happen to you too. That's right, and that's what the data is showing, that the majority of overdose deaths are happening inside, they're happening in private residence and, and not out on the street. And we don't talk about that because it's a bit of a secret shame. And there's stigma associated with that. And, and do we feel more comfortable talking about it for those who are marginalized or those who are living below the poverty level, for example? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. I think uh, uh, substance use is common in all sectors of our society. And, uh, and it's important that we start having those conversations so that we can prevent overdose deaths. And so there are some things that people can do to prevent an overdose. Uh, don't use alone. Start with a small amount. Mixing substances like alcohol with other drugs increases the risk of overdose. But there's a texting service that you have helped to create and uh, provide for the people of British Columbia. Can you tell me a little bit about this texting program? Yeah, that's right. We're calling it the Radar Project. So it's the real-time drug alert and response system. And it's a text-based system that people can sign up for to do one of two things. They can report to us if they've experienced an overdose or if they've witnessed somebody else overdosed, if they have some information about what the substance looked like, if the reaction that they had was um, different than they were expecting, then they can report that information to us. And then we'll take that information if we get multiple reports from uh, one community or about a specific substance, we can roll it up into an alert and we'll blast out that alert to everybody who's signed up to receive alerts from the system. And the way that you would do that is we have a phone number, which is 236-999-DOPE. So that's 3673. If you want to sign up to send an alert, you um, or to receive alerts, you text alert to that phone number. And if you'd like to report an overdose witnessed, then you text report to that number. And so this is a pilot project from now until, or a few weeks ago, you launched this until February 2018. That's right. So we'll, we'll run it for that period of time. We'll get out into the community and talk to people about how they're finding the system useful. If, uh, what, uh, if when they receive an alert, they make uh, safer, safer decisions for themselves about substance use. So, for example, using less or going to an overdose prevention site or not using at all. We'll collect that information. We'll see how many people have signed up to receive alerts and are submitting reports to the system. And then we can look at um, uh, maintaining it or even scoping it out beyond Vancouver Coastal Health. And and so your aim here overall is? We have 
two aims. So one aim is to get information from the people who are experts in what's happening on the ground, and that's people who use substances, to get information from them as quickly as possible if there's new contaminated drugs in the community or new emerging issues happening with the overdose crisis. We need to hear from them right away. And then the other end of the system is to share that information as quickly as possible with people who are using substances and service providers to prevent overdoses. And so are these people actually able or how able are these people after they have experienced an overdose or, or, or as they've witnessed it? How, how able, especially are the experts, the, one who, the ones who are overdosing, uh, able to text afterward, have, them, have the state of mind to actually text this information to you? And is there a fear um, that they're going to be found out or caught out? What if it's the CEO of one of our biggest corporations? Right. So the service is confidential. So anything that you, any information that you submit to the service, um, uh, we don't have a name attached to you at all. Um, uh, so we did talk to people who use substances and that, that was a big, con- big concern for them. So we took um, steps to make sure that they're um, uh, identities, you know, would be would be confidential. So their um, phone number doesn't come up when it is sent into the texting service. The phone number comes up in the system and only for the research services, the researchers on the system to see. Okay, and they would not. Uh, I imagine they would not probe further into seeing who owns this phone number That's or right. if they recognize somebody's phone number. Yeah, yeah, of course not. Um, well, this, their you. state of mind. Do they actually have the wherewithal? I, I, I work with people uh, that have mental health issues and addiction issues, and they may have overdosed. I often see them after they've overdosed, and they are in no state of mind. They might be in jail uh, to actually mm-hmm. report this overdose. Yeah, I mean, so so every uh, every person's experience is different, but it, it's meant to be a system that's open to people who have witnessed an overdose, who have a friend who's overdosed, and they want to share information about what happened. Um, you can submit your report at any time. So we ask in the system if the overdose happened in the last forty eight hours, or if it happened happened um, in a in a longer time frame. Um, so you can report it at any point, and, and it can go uh, far back. It can go six months ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and mean, we are really we are really paying attention to the overdoses that have happened in the most recent forty eight hours. Okay. And um, how many people have have started to report? How many reports do you have so far? I don't even I don't know yet. We um, uh, we have not had too many people sign up for the alert side of the system yet. Um, so we don't have uh, we don't have reports to or we don't have folks to send the uh, uh, alerts out to yet. So we haven't done a complete review of the report submitted. And how are you getting this word out? I know in this technological age, you know, social media is a big thing. You've, you've been on John McCombs show here on CKNW. You're coming on this program. Um, but how people need to hear things seven times. They need to know that this is available. Um, how is it that you're letting people of within your catchment, I guess, of the Vancouver Coastal Health Area know that this texting service is, is available? So one of our key ways of contacting people is through overdose prevention sites and harm reduction sites across uh, Vancouver Coastal Health, and we have many of those. We'll be working, um, so we'll be uh, uh, giving out handbills and other other materials with information about the service that way. We have information about it on our uh, website as well, and um, and then using peer to peer. Um, uh, information sharing has, is such a key way to get this information out. So um, we'll be working with uh, 
uh, groups that support people who use substances to share the information by word of mouth, uh, by social media channels that they have access to. Uh, and we, we think that'll be the best way to get the information out to people on the ground. And, and I will certainly share this through my social media channels as well. And I hope people will Thank share, you. do the same, uh, because Please I think do. it's very important and I think it's vital. I think it's a great step in reduction of overdose in this province, which is only getting worse. So in addition to don't use if you, you know, there, there are treatment programs out there, but don't use alone. Start with a small amount. Make a plan. Know how to respond in case of an overdose. This is um, helpful in preventing overdose, but as is the radar project. So how can people uh, sign up for this, Sarah? Uh, so you can text the phone number 236-999-DOPE. Again, you text ALERT if you want to receive alerts, and you text REPORT if you want to report uh, an overdose event that's occurred. Your other option is to go to the VCH website, uh, just Google VCH overdose, and you'll find an online version of the reporting tool, information about overdose prevention sites, naloxone, and other overdose prevention uh, supports. Thank you so much. My guest is Sarah Young. She's a co-investigator on the RADAR Project. She's the regional leader with Vancouver Coastal Health's Mental Health and Substance Use Program. Thank you so much, Sarah, and best of luck with this project. And I am Maureen McGrath, and you are listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath here hosting this program for you. You know, my aim is to educate people to have better intimate lives, better sex lives, better relationships uh, with people, with humans. You can imagine how shocked I was, the sexpert, when I posted something about new male sex robots with bionic penises may just replace men for good. No, I don't believe this myself. I want you to know I don't believe there is a need to replace men for good. But I do not judge you if you feel there is a need to replace men, real men, with fake men. Women have been faking it for a long time. Uh, There was so much interest about this subject on LinkedIn, I couldn't believe it. You know, when you're in in, in an intimate relationship, there's so much that is involved. There is sexuality and sensuality, the sense of touch, smell, feel, being together, bonding, uh, having that person's DNA in you and changing yourselves at the cellular level. I'm just not sure that bionic dolls, bionic sex dolls can do the same, but apparently they can deliver because close to 10,000 people viewed this update, which is strikingly shocking. I couldn't actually believe it. In fact, I just sort of did it for the sake of doing it. I'm sure you do that sometimes in your sex lives. But uh, so there's realistic looking sex dolls and uh, women made of plastic. That's been happening for a long time. Um, But we're finding out that women are actually interested in these real dolls. In fact, that's the name of the company, Real Doll. And they've mastered the art of making realistic sex dolls, and now they're going to make male sex dolls. It seems that there have been lots of plastic women propped up, and uh, and no, I don't mean with um, plastic surgery or whatever, um, but apparently there's a market or a potential market, and if my numbers are any evidence of it, I can see that as well. But the thing about these male sex dolls that was the most intriguing 
<laughs> might I say, was that they may actually be able to have a dialogue with you. How about that? Okay, many women want to talk. They want to talk before sex. They want to talk instead of sex. They want to talk after sex. There's that whole let's talk thing that guys are not that interested in. But apparently these male sex dolls that are battery-powered and charged for as long as you want them to last, there's something, uh, they are going to be able to talk back to you. They're going to be able to respond to your verbal dialogue. How many times, ladies, if you're in a relationship with a man, have you wanted to talk to him about something and it's like he's deaf? It's like he doesn't hear you. There's no response and it can be very frustrating. So how many guys out there feel like you're not performing as well as you could be? How many women feel that the man in your life's performance just doesn't quite cut it. He doesn't rise to the occasion, perhaps. Well, this sex toy, allegedly, this male sex doll that is going to talk back to you, (laughs) not sure he's listened, (laughs) but he's definitely going to talk back. Maybe he'll even give you the response you want. Maybe you can even load him up with that. Um, But this this plastic guy (laughs) will apparently outperform most men. Okay, how about that? It is, after all, a robot. They're calling this the ultimate pleasure experience. Okay, I'm not judging you. If this is for you, good for you. This is so not for me, okay? I love people. I love that connection. I love that 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 bond, that intimacy. I love that connection. Uh, that the way uh, one connects through making love or just having sex because we have sex, we make love and you know, it's different. It's uh, it's different in the moment. It's uh, different. Who are you with? Love the one you're with. Well, I'm not sure I could love the plastic guy. Okay. Um, <laughs> but you might love this ultimate pleasure experience. Um, not to mention, I mentioned it earlier. Um, the sex dolls will have bionic penises. Now, I can imagine that there's a lot of women out there that will be turned off by that, in part because vaginal dryness is a concern for women, especially at midlife. And so vaginal dryness can lead to painful sex. So putting a bionic penis inside your vagina may just not be the best thing for you. Uh, But apparently for women who have a healthy vagina, who may have been treated with personal moisturizers, as I say, it's just as important to moisturize your vagina as it is your face. But uh, there's also laser therapy. The Mona Lisa Touch is another way to get that love and feeling back, to uh, go back to your teenage years, uh, down there anyway. Um, So perhaps you have a healthy vagina, and that's a great thing. And you may be interested in a bionic penis. Um, And so, you know, we can all night long. Anyway, (laughs) there are just so many songs for this, or so many lyrics from songs. You know, We communicate today by cell phone. Uh, First of all, I mean, you can't go anywhere in a restaurant or, um, you know, walking down the street. People are texting constantly. In my opinion, there's a lot of addictive qualities to that. When I see people that are, I I actually, I was was at uh, the Fairmont Hotel a couple of days ago and I I was walking through the lobby and there were two parents and four kids and both parents were on their cell phones. The older child was on their cell phone and the middle child was 
running all over and, and ran into me. I didn't care at all. Um, I'm not one of those types of people that's like, you know, make sure your children behave. But what, what was notable was that half the family was on a cell phone and nobody was looking. And, and I'm, I'm, I imagine they were on vacation. And so what kind of a vacation is this? But is this the new way to communicate? So are these dolls, these sex dolls, these robotic sex dolls with bionic penises, are they going to replace the man in your life? We're, we're going toward an isolated life. Are we going to have a relationship with plastic? We already have a relationship with plastic. That's called the credit card, and that's not gone so well. Um, but apparently these male sex dolls are also going to be really smart. Are they going to take over our jobs? I do notice on LinkedIn that, you know, if I, especially in this one, um, you know, I can see who's actually looked at the post. And in this one, it's been like 257 CEOs have viewed your post. 198 lawyers have viewed your post. 350 engineers have viewed your post. These are smart people who are viewing, in particular, this post. And so if these plastic dolls, sex dolls, can actually talk to you and, uh, you know, they may have artificial intelligence, they can be smart as well. Are they going to take over all of the careers out there? I mean, they can indulge in conversations. Um, They might even have a history. You can plug anything into this. You can actually perhaps plug a very healthy childhood (laughs) into this guy plastic guy, of course, so he could have been nurtured and loved and not grown up with alcoholic or drug uh, abusing or using parents. Uh, He may not have been abused as a child. He could have had the most idyllic Mary Poppins life. Did they even have a a perfect life? I don't think so. But you know what? It's helpful when you have a healthy childhood and you have parents who love you and care about you and put you above themselves and also teach you life skills and, um, you know, uh, teach you good work ethic and teach you morals. And so this guy could come with no baggage. How about that? Uh, women will be able to do whatever they want to do with these dolls, including tricking them into doing something like emptying the dishwasher, cleaning a toilet bowl, go out to on a date. Oh. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath hosting this program for you. Thanks so much for being here with me. Always my pleasure to be here with you. Uh, This is something I don't do. (laughs) This next subject. Believe it or not, there's something I don't do. I've done it. I've done it before. I've done it hot. (laughs) I've done it cold. Uh, But this is something I don't do in part because I threw my back out one time doing it. You're probably wondering what... It is, and I'm not the only one that did, but that doesn't mean that there aren't millions of people out in the world doing this, and but they may be doing it for other reasons than the reason that uh, I might suggest that you might do it, okay? Uh, I'm talking about yoga. <laughs> yoga can improve your sex life in almost every way possible, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking positioning, <laughs> flexibility, Crazy, over the legs, over the head, lovemaking. Um, but uh, no, that's not, that's good. Yeah, that'll help. That's great. Good for you. But yoga may have a positive impact on your love life through your sex life. Okay. And that's what this is all about. This program, anyway, is all about sex. Sometimes I am like every day sex, sex, sex. I talk about sex. I teach sex. I hear about sex. 
Sometimes I'm sound like sex, sex, sex. I've had it all day. Anyway, hopefully you do too, or you have at least a couple of days like that a week. Um, it's a lot more fun. And um, but if you're not, yoga may be your conduit to having phenomenal sex. Number one, you may have less arguments. Of course, with yoga, it's time to relax. There's mindfulness that's involved. Um, and we react so much to life, to life's little problems. I often call them uh, high-class problems. You know, people will say, I, I actually had somebody tell me that they were upset. I said, you don't look well today. This is a colleague. Like, what's going on? She's like, well, you know, we had this 40-foot sailboat was beautiful but it doesn't fit in the yacht club and we're having to sell it and now we're getting this 36 footer and I don't really like it I'm like give your head a shake are you kidding me that is such a high class problem that's not even a problem it doesn't even count so we react to so many things in life um, because they haven't cleaned your car perfectly well or because whatever the kids have thrown goldfish crackers all over the family room where you just vacuumed I mean who knows people lose it for Reasons unbeknownst uh, to me. So arguments escalate because we have this reaction instead of a response. I always say there's a space between the stimulus and the response. And in that space is where you find growth and development. But you might find that a lot easier if you engage in yoga. One breath. That's right. It takes one breath to come into the moment. Becoming aware of the sensations building in your body and hopefully responding constructively and growing and developing. So when we argue, that stress hormone, of course, that we all know and love, cortisol, is released, your heart rate increases, and it becomes extremely difficult to remain in control. And that's something else. People want to remain in control, and they feel like they're remaining in control but by trying to hold beach balls under the ocean, but they're not. So in yoga... Yoga instructors teach you to come into the moment by synchronizing your breath with every movement you take. Every move I make. But yoga people learn to become silent observers of the mind and the sensations in the body. And you need to know that. You need to feel the reactions of your body versus the response of your body, which is a whole lot milder. So this can be a perfect training ground for making you a peacemaker and a better lover, a calmer, easier, more enjoyable approach to lovemaking. Yoga may also help you to become more of an honest lover. It's really difficult for people to speak from the heart. They're so afraid of telling you their true feelings, to be open and honest about whether it be the real issue or how they feel. You might be attracted to somebody, but you're afraid to tell them you might have these misperceived notions that somebody doesn't want to hear from you when they actually do. There's this sort of attraction that you might feel, and you're afraid. What if they don't like me? What if they're not attracted to me? What if they don't want to meet me? What if they? What if the what-ifs could go on and on? What if we're not compatible lovers? What if I say something? Well... This ability to get in touch with yourself and be who you are and have that confidence can happen through yoga. You know, you, you, people have, are so comfortable with burying their true feelings, even if they're ill feelings, which they're so much more likely to bury. And this inevitably fails. Eventually, it will come out. Those beach balls will bounce up 
onto that beach, you may rant about something outrageously trivial and have unrelated issues or the, that, that ripple effect that is like, whoa, where did that come from? There's always a reason for behavior. There's always something behind it. So being honest and speaking your heartfelt truth comes from a place of awareness. And you can get that in yoga class. I can't get it because I don't do the yoga thing. I have gone back and done some yoga, and it has been lovely, I have to say. But I'm very careful about that. I probably, like, tried to, you know, advance in the class. (laughs) Well above. I maybe wasn't listening to the instructor. Who knows? But there was an issue as to why I pulled my back out. I did recommend it to a physician colleague of mine one time. He had a back problem. And I said, why don't you try yoga? He said, that's how I did it. Nonetheless, so it's not for everybody. I'm just saying no judgment here. Acceptance. No one is perfect. Let me just get that out there. Okay, you are not perfect. Your family's not perfect. Your wife isn't perfect. Your husband's not perfect. Nobody is perfect. Your kids aren't perfect. That's the big one. The kids are not perfect. They're not going to be Canadian hockey players. They're not going to be all-star hockey players or musicians. They're not going to be nine times out of ten. Not going to happen. You don't have gifted children. I'm sorry. All children are gifted today. Everybody gets a trophy. Um, But, you know, if we get back to not everyone is perfect, it's a much better central place. It's so easy to find fault with others. But it's even easier to find the good in people once it becomes a habit to do so. And so with that positive energy through yoga, scourging through your blood vessels, all of those great hormones, all of those great neurotransmitters, releasing the feel good, the bonding, you know, it's easier then to have a positive attitude and find the positive in our partners. Did I say you thought your partner was perfect? (laughs) You might think you're perfect and your partner isn't, but... There are certainly things that are going to annoy us about our partners or other people in your lives, colleagues or whatever. But if you want to be in a happy relationship, you must accept and love every part of somebody without conditions. So try and remove that phrase, if only she or if only he did this, if only he made more money, if only she cleaned up the house better, whatever. If only he cleaned up the house for crying out loud. If only he would just empty the dishwasher once and not want a medal for it once it's done. Anyway, um, nobody is responsible for your happiness. You are, and that happiness comes from in, within. It's not about how, um, it's not about what you have. It's not about how you look. It's about what's inside of you. So let's get to really get down to the hard facts here about getting having better sex through yoga. So the reason yoga makes your sex life better, it isn't actually increased flexibility, but that will help. Nobody's going to say, no, don't throw those legs over your head, <laughs> over my head, whatever. No one's going to say that. Um, it's because you have the tools to get out of your head and to get into your body, to be mindful, to be in the moment, to be with yourself, to be one with yourself, to feel the sensuality, to feel your sexiness, to feel your partner's body, the touch the scent, that, that sensuality, that feeling every single bit, that full-on engagement, that vulnerability it is what it comes down to. It's actually um, getting away from that mental chatter, that, that list-making that we do. Hurry up, let's just get this over with. I'm, I've, uh, I've got 17 things to do, that internal dialogue that just won't be turned off. 
But when you engage in yoga and you learn to calm down and you learn to respond versus react, you can tune into the breath and synchronicity of every movement, of every alignment with your lover. Another technique is to focus on the sensation building in your body. So think about it. Consider yoga for better sex. You don't want that mind wandering. You want to return to awareness, to your sensuality, always. I am Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. The city of Vancouver is approaching a major milestone in its penalties against illegal pot shops. However, only about 14% of the fines have actually been paid. We should continue to pursue them until those fines are paid. The problem is, is that we haven't been able to get any court time. Well, here's the deal. The city has the ability to regulate where businesses are located. And I just wish that the marijuana community would grow the hell up. The John McComb Show, weekday mornings on News Talk 980 CKNW. Get more with every swipe at Esso stations. Free car washes, snacks, lottery tickets, and more with the Esso Extra program. Flight rewards, gift cards, and more with the Aeroplan program. Join now. Pick up a card at an Esso station near you. Tomorrow on Global. You'll be safe at midnight. That'd mean a whole lot more coming from someone who wasn't dead. Welcome to Midnight, Texas. What are you exactly? Vampire is one word for it. In this town... This place is nothing like I thought. The veil between the living and the dead is them here. Only outsiders fit in. Usually I'm the freak in the room. New Midnight, Texas at a new time. Tomorrow at 10 on Global. I'm not scared of you. How about now? Chorus Entertainment. You know us. We're the people behind networks like W and YTV. Kids shows like Franklin and radio stations like CKNW and AM730. Chorus is also in your community through Chorus Feeds Kids, a campaign to help alleviate childhood hunger in Canada. Over 300,000 children visit food banks each month, and Chorus Feeds Kids works directly with organizations in your area to provide nutrition essential to childhood development. Join the campaign and make a donation at ChorusFeedsKids.com. Chorus Feeds Kids, generously supported by Denny's. Hi, I'm Ryan Beatty, president of the Beatty Development Group, proud supporters of the CKNW Orphans Fund. My family and I believe strongly in giving back to the community, and the CKNW Orphans Fund gives us the opportunity to improve the health and welfare of children throughout BC. By improving the lives of children, we improve the potential for communities to grow, and that, in turn, helps all of us. The CKNW Orphans Fund, helping kids since 1945. Renopro.co Hi, Stephen Tomes here, construction manager for Renopro. Do you love your neighborhood but hate your house? Renopro can make you fall in love with your house all over again. Whether it's a new kitchen or bathroom or an even bigger renovation, Renopro can build your dream house. Great neighborhoods are always harder to find than great houses, so don't sell a move. Visit renopro.co. Renopro.co. Hi, I'm John McComb. And I'm Charles Handler. You start your day with me. And end it with me. But the thing we have in common is... Sierra Sill. How do you feel, Charles? No joint pain here, John. You? I'm working out four times a week and feel great. Sierra Sill. Find it at Natural Health Retailers. Whether it's refinancing, buying, selling, estate, commercial, or investment properties, when you need a real estate appraiser and advisor, there's only one industry leader that has been trusted in the Lower Mainland since 1939. We are the leaders in market intelligence with one of the most sophisticated market databases in B.C., 
For an unbiased, independent appraisal, choose the experts at Campbell & Pound, the Lower Mainland's trusted real estate appraisers and advisors for over 75 years. Visit Campbell-Pound.com. That's a bright yellow shirt you got on there. Thank you. It's for our furniture shopping trip to Sandy's. You're wearing a special shopping shirt? Yeah, for Sandy's huge summer sale. 15% off everything and up to 75% off anything with a bright yellow clearance tag. So, I don't want to clash. And you should maybe... I should maybe what? Change out of that pink top. Look for the bright yellow clearance tags during the huge summer sale on right now at Sandy's Furniture. United Boulevard, Coquitlam. Tawasan Springs has something for everyone. If you like the idea of having a state-of-the-art fitness center and a par 70 all-season golf course just steps from your front door, Tawasan Springs is definitely your kind of place. When you're home at Tawasan Springs, everything you need is close by, including a neighborhood store and butcher, drive-thru coffee shop, yoga, Pilates, physiotherapy, and Pat Quinn's restaurant and bar. It's resort living at its best. See for yourself at tawasansprings.ca. Welcome back to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Maureen McGrath here. We're wrapping up this baby. We've talked a lot about a lot of different issues, sexual health issues, self-esteem, relaxation, uh, all sorts of issues that may impact your sex life. My goal, of course, is to help you to have a better sex life, better relationship, and ultimately a happier life. Um, so I wanted to read this email that I got. Um, many of you may or may not know that I did a TED. Have I not said it five million times? <laughs> I did a TEDx talk a year ago, just a little bit over a year ago at the Queen Elizabeth Theater to the in front of 2,500 people in the audience. It wasn't my best talk, I admit, um, but a few issues around that. If you want to give a TED talk, I'll, I'll tell you what I wouldn't do. Uh, the next time, but um, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. Uh, but it has had over five million views. I've been insulted on it. I have been offended on it. <laughs> I have been chastised on it. I have been my my personal appearance has been, um, uh, you know, insulted. Um, it has been commented on. Um, you know, people have commented about my life. About my sex life, even even so, uh, people have been vicious and mean, and I've had to put on a Teflon suit. And sometimes uh, earlier on, like at the first two million maybe views, I or there were like seven thousand comments. So this is what I'm referring to. But I, if I would look at the comments, and I would try and answer everybody, even if I said, "Ha, another troll from his mother's basement," responding, um, I would sort of say, "Okay, what uh, what is?" You know, just get yourself prepped and, you know, sometimes you get a rash of mean comments. Um, But it's okay. You know what? On the Internet, you can say whatever you want. Everything is so much easier to to communicate on the Internet. It's easier to be mean on the Internet. And and I've certainly been uh, the recipient of that. But that's okay. I also have had lots of comments, lots of emails, uh, lots of Patients and, you know, lots of people reach out and say that the talk helped them. It's it's called uh, No Sex Marriage, Masturbation, Cheating, Loneliness, and Shame. I did have somebody else say, uh, you should have called it the, the sexless marriage because <laughs> that's what mine is. Um, but you know what? I d- called it No Sex Marriage for a reason. Uh, and um, But that's okay. Whatever. Everybody's an expert. Uh, but a lot of people have said that the talk helped them. They didn't understand certain things in their relationship. And uh, they they will go into marriage with a you know with a with a different um, ideal perhaps or you know eyes wide open 
everybody has this perception, and this was the reason I gave that TEDx talk. Everyone has this perception that the married people are having great sex. You know, I venture to guess that the married people are having the worst sex. It can be boring. It can be with the same person, the old you again sex. You know, oh, my gosh, I got to think of a way to, to, you know, spice this up. Uh, women report a lot of boredom in the bedroom. A lot of women uh, believe that, you know, they feel they got gypped and they feel like I've only had sex with my husband because they've been given all these messages that sex is bad and sex is dirty and you got to wait till you're married. married and, and so they did and then they regretted it or, or they were told that sex is going to be painful. And then when they finally did have sex, sex was painful. Guess what? Um, you tell something, somebody something long enough and it's going to happen. Mind over matter. So um, I'm all, I get so many emails about that TEDx talk, and I got this particular email that I wanted to read to you before we ended the program. And uh, hi, Maureen. I watched your TED talk and thought I'd reach out to you. It's funny because I'm a businessman, and I would not hesitate to surround myself with mentors and advisors, but this is the first time I've thought of reaching out to someone to advise me on my personal life. I'm really looking for some basic advice. I specifically don't ask people in my inner circle about this, not because I'm embarrassed, but I feel there is too much risk for those in my inner circle to judge me. And I don't want to be judged. So I've decided the best person to ask is someone outside of my inner circle. And after watching your TEDx video, clearly someone that is an expert in the field, and that is you. Being a doctor, knowing the statistics of others in similar situations could be helpful, I would think. I don't like to label, and while I'm reluctant to use the label, my situation is more around a sexless marriage. I'll give you a quick summary to put more context around it. But looking to ask some questions, get some general advice, and really just talk to someone. While I think our marriage has had better days, I'm more about optimizing our happiness, parentheses, he writes, my happiness, so as in business, and perhaps the doctor in me, I seek to find the best advice that I can apply to optimize our situation. He's 45 years old, married 18 years, four children. Mom is currently breastfeeding. She is a stay-at-home mother, however, will be returning to the workplace. Two things struck a chord with me in your video. First of all, you're reiterating that loneliness does indeed kill. And second, most women think sexual desire leads to sex, but in actuality, sexual activity leads to desire. Yay, he learned something there. I'm mildly concerned, um, and this note came from John, I am mildly concerned that his happiness is around himself a little bit more. He does mention that. His happiness. Obviously, he's not having enough sex in the marriage. He has four kids. They're probably young because he's um, because his wife is still breastfeeding one of them, although she might be five. You never know. You don't want to judge. Um, but that may interfere, of course, with a person's sex life. Also, the fact that there are four children in the home, young children in the home, um, that need their mother. And they take a lot of attention, and children are exhausting and so there's some issues in this marriage. Um, you know, he's sort of giving up a little bit, a little throwing in the towel with our marriage has seen better days. Um, and he wants to optimize their happiness and mainly his. Um, but there's also, you know, you got to decide. you got to choose your partner every day. got to say, you know what? Not perfect, me or the partner, 
but I choose them. Therefore, you choose that life and you choose what you do with that life. And and so if sex is important, you got to talk about it. And I mean, I could speculate as to why there's not a lot of sex happening in this relationship. And uh, But uh, how do we get them to have sex again? Well, the first they have to start the conversation. That is so important. That's what I try to do here on the Sunday Night Sex Show. Give you some tools to start that conversation. So take her out for dinner. Organize a babysitter. Get somebody in to clean the house. Take some things off of her plate. Talk about it. Talk about the importance for you. Talk about the sex life as it used to be, and perhaps you could get back to that or even make it that much better. But maybe some things need to go into place. Some people feel super responsible. Perhaps she was uh, uh, grown, you know, as an, uh, raised as an adult, as a child. You know, in some dysfunctional homes, that happens. So perhaps she's been caring for people for a long time. I don't know, but I know that the conversation needs to begin, and there are ways to do that. And, uh, and I'm happy to have the opportunity to have this conversation with you every single week. But the program has come to an end, or we're coming down to the final strokes, as they say. <laughs> Hopefully you're stroking somebody right now, um, or soon to be. I get a lot of couples that are listening to the program, and thanks for emailing me at sextalk at cknw.com to tell me about that. Remember, you can go to my website. I have lots of information on the website. The website is backtothebedroom.ca. Um, also, you can follow me on Twitter at back the number two the bedroom, and um, I am on Instagram as well. Although it's a little bit more on the uh, personal and pink side, but I do try and educate through that venue as well. And of course, my biggest is LinkedIn. So go to LinkedIn. I do accept all, uh, most. I'm going to say 99.9 percent. I accept all connections, um, you know, because I have one aim, and that is to spread this word, to share this information so that people live healthier, better, and sexier lives. So until next week, have a healthy and sexy week, everybody. I am Maureen McGrath. You have been listening to the Sunday Night Sex Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Hi, I'm Ryan Beatty, president of the Beatty Development Group, proud supporters of the CKNW Orphans Fund. My family and I believe strongly in giving back to the community, and the CKNW Orphans Fund gives us the opportunity to improve the health and welfare of children throughout BC. By improving the lives of children, we improve the potential for communities to grow, and that, in turn, helps all of us. The CKNW Orphans Fund, helping kids since 1945. <laughs> Those people are swimming without bathing suits. Whoa, Captain Obvious didn't see you there. You should join us. Yeah, jump in. Whoa, huh? <laughs> Keep your foot to yourself. That's not her foot. That's a trout. <laughs> what? It's nibbling. It's nibbling. Honey! Skinny dipping isn't always rewarding, but Hotels.com is. With Hotels.com rewards, you unlock instant savings now and earn free nights to use later. <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. Instant savings and free nights on select properties. Taxes and fees not included. Hotels.com slash rewards. Hey, it's John McComb. Our Danube River Cruise in July 2018 is booking fast. But good news. The early bird deadline has been extended to August 15th this year. Imagine sailing at a leisurely pace past castles, vineyards, and charming medieval towns. This Avalon Waterways cruise includes all meals with European wine and beer at lunch and dinner. Call Carol at 604-947-9005 or visit johnmacombjourneys.com. Homeless and at-risk young people come to Covenant House Vancouver to find sanctuary, hope, and the opportunity for a brighter future. Young people like Rayanne. If I did not find Covenant House, I truthfully don't know where I would be right now. 
and I don't know if I'd be even alive right now. Right now, you can help homeless youth by giving to a special matching donation campaign. Every dollar you donate will be doubled. Please donate today at CovenantHouseBC.org. Dale Martin of Martin Brothers Funeral Services. Summer's upon us, and this time of year we have many scattering of ashes in English Bay, and I I think it's a wonderful thing to do. Many people will say to me, when I die, I don't want a funeral, I want to have a sunny day and have my ashes scattered at sea. And and that's what we do with Pacific Ceremony. We, We go out, we scatter the ashes, we have family gather together and toast a glass of champagne and and remember Vancouver's News Vancouver's Talk this is News Talk 980 CKNW